Welcome to the Fears and Fears podcast. What is going on, Horror Nation? I'm Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy Garrett. And this is the Beers and Fears podcast. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're doing grand because we are ready to rock and roll. Throws down some beer that's not on the table. Tucker. I spilled my beer. Fuck. I spilled it. I was trying to pour it into my fancy glass and I spilled it. And what are you drinking on over there? Today we're going with some public house brewing company it's out of st james missouri right right next door i don't, I don't know where st james is uh, over by rollo man but yeah it's next door <laughs> and um i am drinking the revelation stout it is a uh, 5.4 percent alcohol and um dry stout no chocolate no coffee pure malt a revelation Suggested glass for this is a balloon-style tulip glass. Serving temperature is 50 to 50 degrees. Please recycle your bottles. Ratty, what you got? I have another public house. Uh, it's a Frisco 1501 Amber Lager. I like the color on yours. Oh, it's pretty. It's dark. I, li- I like um, most ambers. Uh yeah, not so common, rustic, American-born, crisp, and refreshing. A tulip pint is what Why, they suggest. Mine's not. Mine kicks you in the nuts. Um, yeah, so as for color on this stout, uh, it's about as black as my fucking heart. Um, it's got a nice frothy Guinness-type head on it. Very white, very creamy looking. Um Let's see here on the smell. I'd say, you know, um, very malty. Yeah, basically that's it. They weren't fucking around with this. No chocolate, no coffee, dry stout, pure malt. It's, it's all malt. It's all fucking malt, dude. Mm -hmm. And on the taste. It's good. It's good. Um, it's not like a whole lot of stouts that um, that you would try. You know, when you go to the bar, mo- most of the time you're going to get like a Guinness. Um, you're going to get a Guinness. <laughs> you're going to get a Guinness. Pretty much. Uh, this is very, very different because Guinness has um, like the vanilla flavors and the the, the coffee, slightly chocolatey flavor. Um, this is very, very, very m- malty. Yeah. It's good. It's super good. I like it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite stouts. It's not, like, bitey bitter. It is, it is kind of bitter. But um, in a very pleasant way, it's still refreshing. It's not one of those beers or one of those stouts that you have to like 
you have to you you don't have to like attack the cup to you know get it down or and you don't have to sit there and contemplate it's it's smooth it's good yes it doesn't take effort to drink yeah yeah yeah. so uh how about yours break it down brother well i don't do the breaking it down i taste it if it tastes good it tastes good smell it it tastes like a beer it smells like a beer oh you it's a lager it ain't gonna have no well smell it does it smell super grainy like there's a little bit of herbalness to it but that's okay see there you're you're kicking something now rowdy's is a very very it's a dark amber that's all it is yeah it looks kind of oily kind of sticks to the side of the glass a bit it doesn't hold the head very much which is totally cool with me i'm not a big like head dude well hey you know in some circumstances but uh it's a very pretty um very dark amber almost like a burgundy but uh since you won't break it down like I said, man, it, I mean, it tastes like a lager. There's yeah. not, I mean. Is it just, uh, so is it just kind of standard? Yeah. Tastes about the same as like a Sam Adams amber lager or? Yeah. What would I, think you, it, I, I think it tastes <clears throat> better than a Sam Adams. Since, since this is not a, clearly not available to everyone. Yes. What would you compare it to? As an amber lager, I mean, that's probably your best bet would be like a Sam Adams or mm-hmm. a Michelob amber lager. Okay. Um, me personally, I prefer this over them, mainly because it is more of a small batch. Like, they're not, I mean, it's a craft brew, so mm-hmm. they're not just pumping this shit out daily. Yeah. Uh, you can tell a lot of work and effort went into it, and then you do kind of get some of the herbal notes from that you get in the smell mm-hmm. in the taste but it's uh, okay it's dude. Me let it out sorry uh, you got, got the beer stuck. burps <laughs> all right but yeah i mean it's you get the herbally kind of hoppy taste but to me it's your run-of-the-mill lager right on and it also doesn't help that it, i'm Mixing it with liquor. Yeah. Rowdy over there is drinking a Godfather. Which. Scotch and amaretto. What? Two parts scotch, one part amaretto? It's one to one. Oh. One to one. Fuck that. Uh, I'm not a tough guy. <laughs> it's one to one. I'm a dainty princess and I like my stouts. <laughs> Stout put hair on her fucking chest. But now this one, this one's this one's a 5%. The one I had before, uh, which while we were watching the movie, I was drinking a Young's double chocolate stout malt beverage brewed with real chocolate and natural chocolate flavoring added. The original dark beer brewed with real chocolate and natural chocolate flavor. Pure luxury alcohol, 5.2%. Um... For best results, serve cool, not ice cold. Carefully open can and pour contents into glass. Wait, watch the head settle on a perfect glass of Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Um, this one was alright. I didn't care for it. It's got a nitrogen uh, 
nitrogen uh, ping pong ball in there. Yeah. Uh, which I was worried the entire time I was pouring it out because it feels small in the can. It's not. But it's a huge ping pong ball. And so, like, the whole time I was pouring, I was like, my hand was shaking because I'm like, it's going to come out and it's going to spill my beer everywhere. It didn't. It wasn't great. It was. No, you didn't need a fucking ping pong ball to spill your beer. No, I just did it on my own. But, um, but yeah, it wasn't great. It was very, very bitter, um, which some people like that, but I don't. I like chocolate in my beer, and I like it to taste like chocolate. That's a double chocolate, and it's bullshit is what it is. Yeah, I didn't care for it. It didn't have that good of a flavor. However, yeah. what I was drinking was fairly good. We didn't, we didn't have this cold enough is the problem. No. Because I, we were drinking that. at almost room temp. No, mine wasn't. Mine was pretty cold when I first started drinking it. Uh, my thing is, this isn't one to start with. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> A 9.3% milk stout. Uh, by It's by abomination brewing company however it was brewed and canned by Dor- dorchester brewing company in ba- boston in boston in boston in boston for abomination brewing mm-hmm. i really only wanted this because of the can the cans the artwork sick. on the can is dope uh it's called bedtime stories and it has the crypt keeper reading the fucking necronomicon on it yeah, with a monster laying in bed, so... Yeah, it's dope. It's a dope can. That one will definitely be rinsed and left out. Yes. But, but um... Other than that... Yeah, that one... <clears throat> uh, this one is 9.3%, and it is a Imperial Milk Stout brewed with graham crackers and marshmallows with vanilla and chocolate added. And, um, I didn't get a whole lot of, like, marshmallow. I didn't get shit. It was just a fucking hella strong stout yeah and uh i really liked the there is kind of like a graham crackery bready flavor to it um i like it it's pretty fucking good yeah so like i said it, it's just not one to fucking start the day off with holy shit yeah rowdy's like uh i might not make it through this can <laughs> you were uh quite worried about getting shit face a little early well not being shit face but i also didn't have that much to eat before we started drinking three and a half cheeseburgers that was be that was after we opened that three and a half cheeseburger no it was not oh i don't know man my day's <laughs> been running to shit this motherfucker ate three and a half cheeseburgers saying he didn't eat very much you're making yourself sound like Captain Thickness over there. Uh, I feel it right now. I'm tired still. But yeah, anyways, today's episode is on Friday the 13th. You knew it was coming. It's the beginning of the month. It's kind of the way we kick it. Uh, This is Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Mm, Damn it. When I spilled my beer, I ruined one of my playing cards. Fuck. Stop distracting me. So, uh, yeah, today's episode, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which y'all know is not the final chapter. No, it's fi- It's Friday the 13th, part four. Yeah, it's the fucking, it's like just the beginning. Damn. 
Yeah. God damn. This Revelation Stout gives you the beer burps like a son of a bitch. I can tell you that right fucking now. Oh, man. <laughs> I can feel them coming up. But, I can't uh, stop. Yeah, Friday the 13th. The final chapter. Immediately after the end of part three. Yeah, it's just like all the other ones. It goes straight. You know, it uses, you know, a few scenes from the last movie. And it cuts straight into it. It's right after. Boop. They're moving bodies. Yeah, hauling them out. And, um, and at that point, I think we're going to take an ad break. And we will be right back with the overview. What's going on, you swanky skanks? Today, we got we got an affiliate that we want to talk about. It's super fucking dope. It's super fucking awesome. And it's got exclusive shit that you cannot get anywhere else. And that place is HorrorMerchStore.com. Yes, sir. It's, it's undoubtedly the coolest fucking place for anything horror. Like, you got some exclusive t-shirts. Like, they just dropped exclusive exorcist t-shirts they just dropped exclusive funko pop series they got a lot of crazy shit and uh you can't find it literally anywhere else you want a life-size chucky doll they got it jason Voorhees mask they got it killer clowns from outer space masks they got that and t-shirts and full outfits. Hell yeah. How about a seven inch figure of uh, my dick? Oh, <laughs> no. Seven inch figure of Freddy Krueger. They got they got that in like multiple styles. And then they also got pop figures of Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and all these other crazy motherfuckers. They got the trick or treat dude with the removable mask. That's fucking dope. Candyman. They got the Candyman. Needless to say, this store is fucking amazing. Yeah, they they have uh, movie prop replicas. And they have exclusive one-off uh, t-shirt prints. They have exclusive uh, pops that you can't get from anything else. They have full scenes uh, of the Funko Pops. They're fucking dope. Now, if you use our link, horrormerchstore.com, question mark, R-E-F equals 113. Hey, you remembered it. You can help us the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying to get that better, but, like, right now, that's the best we got. I emailed them. They haven't emailed me back. I was like, hey, that's fucked up. I run a podcast. I can't just like flash it on the screen or something. And they're like, get it? Cause they didn't reply. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck, fucking bullshit is what it is. But, but yeah, horrormerchstore.com question mark R E F equals one, one, three. And that will use our link. We will get a kickback when you purchase something. And guess what? It'll help us grow that's the only thing you fucking care about but if you use that code i believe it gets you like i believe it gets you a discount first time i can't remember 
I believe on the first time, yes. I can't remember. I can't, I can't fucking remember, Rowdy. I don't have the email pulled Anyways, up. Anyways, check it out. It's fucking dope. Even if you don't use our link, check out their website. It's fucking dope. Hell yeah. I got, I, I've already ordered like four t-shirts. And, oh man. They have these, these fucking dope ass, um, uh, screen print t-shirts that are the horror movies, but they're the Japanese yes. posters. And they're fucking dope because I like I love anime and shit like that. And so like it's got like Jason kicking in a fucking door with like Japanese um uh like kanji and shit all over it and I'm like, Oh, that's right up my fucking alley. Yeah. Uh I haven't got to order anything yet because 'cause you're a bitch. Vacation. Oh yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff that I'm waiting to order as yeah. soon as I get back. Yeah, like, uh, they have some, like, Godzilla shit on there that I really want. Bunch of dope-ass masks that I want. Yeah, Rowdy's super into masks. So you're gonna get the, um, the trick-or-treat mask or the Nightbreed mask? I wanna get the Nightbreed mask. The Nightbreed mask is fucking Fucking dope. terrifying. They also have, uh, an, like, a classic, uh, uh, Shatner mask. Yeah, yeah, they do. Unpainted. Yeah, and so, like, you can do it yourself like they did back when they were making Halloween. But, remember, guys, use the link www.horrormerchstore.com question mark ref equals 113. You guys will not be disappointed. And we're back. Yeah, we are back. So, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. This movie came out in 1984. Yes. And um, I didn't I didn't happen to get who the director uh, was. I had it here. I'll have to, oh, shit. There we go. Fuck my life. Uh, um, 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 why are you being a cunt? There we go. Um, it is directed by... Joseph Zito. And it was produced by Frank Mancuso Jr. Sure. Yeah, doesn't fucking matter. Um, <clears throat> All that matters is it's another Friday the 13th. Yeah. And the, the kid from the Goonies is in this. Corey Feldman? Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. But yeah. Corey Feldman plays Tommy Jarvis. That's about it. Like, that's all it is for, like... Oh, and, uh... What was his name? Uh, um, fucking... Uh, God damn it. Why'd you fucking do that to me? Crispin. Yeah, uh, fucking, uh... Crispin Glover. Yeah. Isn't it? Crispin Glover, uh... You know, Back to the Future Boy. He's in this. His death is pretty sick. It's fucking brutal, man. Uh. But, <clears throat> anyways, like Rowdy said, it takes place directly after the events of Chapter 3. Everyone is getting loaded the fuck up in body bags. Yes. And frankly, this one, kills start happening fairly quick. Yeah, like, what, first ten minutes? Oh, maybe not quite that quick, but pretty, definitely, pretty definitely quick. close. 
Um, so they haul everybody out. They're like, hey, yep, this is the sick fuck that killed everybody. They finally got him back. And, uh, so they load him up, take him to the hospital. To the morgue. And, of course, he wasn't dead. Yeah. Autopsy doctors sitting there trying to get it on with one of the nurses. She ain't fucking having it because he's a dick. Then decides to have it, and then Jason drops his arm off the gurney, and she freaks out and run like leaves. Yeah, he's like, "Where are you going?" She's like, "I'm losing my fucking mind." <laughs> and uh, so the guy starts fucking watching an exercise video again. He's like, "Hey, ladies," he's like, "Thanks and for waiting." And they're like twerking. They're like, kind of like bumping their butts together on the TV. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, Jason pops up and catches him with a bone saw. Bone saw to the throat, and then spins his head 180. Yeah. Like, it's halfway through, and then it's like, okay. Yeah, which is pretty fucking dope. But um, immediately after, kills the nurse. We'll, we'll get back to this during the death, the, the kill count. But, uh, yeah, kills the nurse and escapes the hospital, heading back to Crystal Crystal Lake. Lake. And so, um, the the movie centers around a group of teenagers that move to a house just offshore. Yes. Right next door. Next door to the Jarvises. Yes. And, of course, they're drinking, they fucking, they smoking. And that's where it all gets kicked off. Yes. So, Rowdy. What? Let's talk about some people getting fucking killed. Dude. Kill count. Pretty high. Yeah, this, um, this, this one did not, did not hold back. No. Killed damn near everybody. (laughs) And you gotta see a lot of boobies. You know, we're going to have to start holding a booby count for a booby the, count for, for Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Yes. There's a lot of titties in this movie. There's like, what, four or five pairs of titties you get to see? Yeah, there's a it's lot. It's pretty great. Uh, so, first kill, second kill, both in the hospital before Jason escapes. Mm-hmm. First kill is Axel. Bone saw t- through the throat. 180 head. Mm-hmm. Second kill is Nurse Morgan, who, like, gets pinned against the wall and, like, choked and then stabbed. She Yeah, she gets stabbed in the gut with something. It, you don't really get to see it. Like, you don't get a good shot of it. <laughs> before the teens kill three, before the teens get to the house, they're all driving and there's this hippie chick on the side of the road that has a sign that says Canada and love mm-hmm. and they just drive past her and she turns the sign around well, and, and says fuck you well, and she pulls didn't, a, didn't one of the dudes holler out the window he's like hey baby don't you do you have a sister yeah and she's like yeah she flips the sign around and it says fuck you and then she starts flipping that bird and then she gets a knife through the back of the throat yeah out out the front like it's, yeah. it's pretty gnarly. Pretty 
pretty graphic. It is a good one. Like, the special effects on it were really good. Like, it didn't look like a chunk of something glued to her neck, like in some of these yeah. kills. And then you have a bit of exposition be- after that kill mm-hmm. until you get to the next kill, which is Samantha, who is one of the teens that moved in. Basically, her boyfriend, like, they meet some twins, and they're all partying. And, like, her boyfriend and one of the dances with one of the skank. twins. She a fucking hoe. Yeah. And she got all pissy, and she's like, I'm going to go swim. Gets in, like, this, like, swims, gets into this fucking raft that's floating it's in the anchored, water. yeah. And, by the way. Boobies. Boobies. There's, there's a scene where everybody's Ass swimming and there's lots of boobies, boobies, but this one, you get boobies. Again. Day the boobies are. And so she crawls in, thinks her boyfriend's coming, and then gets stabbed from the bottom of the boat up through the like belly her and belly out and back. out the back. And then next death, so kill five. Paul, who is the boyfriend, decides he's going to catch up. And go be with her. Finds her. She's dead. Breaks out. Swims to the dock. Mm-hmm. Where he gets harpooned. Square in the dick. Yeah. He like and goes. Lifted up. He goes to like lift himself out of the water. And as soon as. As soon as his like. Underwear line. Reaches up out of the water. Just straight harpoon through the dick. And then. Yeah. And then he gets lifted up out of the water. And like tossed off. Gets lifted up. Jason pulls oh, the yeah. trigger. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets tossed. Yeah, fucking shoots him off. He's like, "Stay." <laughs> oh man, I thought I lost my shit on that one because I was like, "I was like, he's gonna get, he's gonna get stabbed in the dick," and then boom, right through the dick. Lo and behold, he got stabbed. It's like God square damn. in the dick. Kill six. A little more exposition between the kills at this point. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, one, of the, one of the twins is like, hey, we're I'm going to leave. We need to go. And then she's like, the other twin is like, I'm busy. Getting her rocks I, off. I, I'm busy fucking creaming this corn. Uh, we outie. And she's like, no, we not outie. I'm staying. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm leaving without you. Said, take a rain jacket. <laughs> grab an umbrella. Yeah, grab an umbrella. Which she didn't do. No, she like, grabbed a fucking poncho. Where the fuck did you get that? Anyways, she goes to get on her bike. Lightning strikes. You see in the lightning her getting stabbed through the gut. With the harpoon. With the harpoon gun. And then it like pans to the wall and it shows her like getting pinned to the wall. Yeah. And then her name was Terry, by the way. Oh, yeah. Terry. Yeah. Twin number uh, one, Terry. Jimmy, the guy who gets his rocks off with the other twin, After Gina. After being called a dead fuck. Yeah. For the entirety of the beginning of the movie. Jimmy, who is Crispin. Yes. He um, he goes to go get a celebratory bottle of wine. Because he is indeed not a dead fuck. Yeah. Uh, Tina's words were, it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. he's like, oh, oh, oh. He, gra- he grabs, <laughs> he grabs Tina's underwear, takes it downstairs to Teddy. He's like, oh yeah, have your computer calculate this and just 
like throws them at him. To which me and Tucker both were like, she's going to need those back. Yeah, like if she's going to leave, she's going to need her drawers back. But uh, anyways, yeah, goes into the Goes the into the kitchen, kitchen to get some wine. And he's like, can't where, find the corkscrew. Where, where's the motherfucking corkscrew? And then Jason's like, in your hand, bitch. Yeah, pins him to the countertop with the, uh, with the, with the corkscrew. corkscrew. And then takes a fucking meat cleaver and like plunges it into his forehead. Yeah, just cross sections his face with it. Yep. And uh, what's, what's pretty funny about this kill is that he's standing there and he gets his hand pinned. And he's not like, oh my God. Like in movie, like in most movies, you know, where they're like, ah. I'm dying. No, he's just like this, just tugging at it. He's like, fuck. <laughs> like, you can see that, like, he did he did the perfect representation of what pure panic is, where he's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I can't get it out. Fuck, fuck, Like, fuck. pure and panic then, and shock where yeah. the pain's not there. Yeah, he's just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Do I take it out? Do I stick it back in? Do I take it out? Do, do I, I leave it do in? Do I take it out? Do I leave it in? Do I take it out? Do I leave it in? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then he turns his face, cleaved Cleaver. right in the face. Yep. And then, boom, almost instantaneously. It goes back up to Tina. Back up to Tina, who gets pulled out of the window and it, thrown. Yeah, tossed off the second story on top of the car, which immediately... All the window just explodes out. And there's barely a dent on the top of the car. Yeah. It was a pretty cool scene, though, for back in the 80s. like for sure. All the glass just exploding out. It was dope. And then a little more exposition. Sarah decides to go upstairs. It's like, hey, Doug, Mm -hmm. you're sleeping with me tonight. Is that hell yeah. Give me me a couple minutes before you come up. Mm Mm-hmm. And then a little more exposition, and then it cuts to Sarah and Doug being in the shower together. Yeah, which is, like, not the bed at all. Or the bedroom. At all. (laughs) And uh, so Sarah gets out of the shower, leaves Mm -hmm. to go get ready for bed. Mm -hmm. And Doug's finishing up his shower. And it, it it cuts to Teddy. It cuts to Teddy watching this, like, silent film porno flick, basically. Yeah. And uh, he's laughing his ass off. and He's stoned as fuck. He goes up there to, like, pretend to play with her boobies before, and stuff. Before Teddy gets killed, though, Doug gets killed. Are you sure? Like, yes. That's not how I have it in my yes, shit. Yes, I'm positive. You have it backwards because you were trying to find his name. Uh, I don't know about that. I promise you. It okay. It doesn't matter. Within within thirty seconds, these two dudes die. Basically, go ahead and Doug. tell how Doug gets killed because you got to be right. Damn straight. Doug is in the shower finishing up. The lights go off. He thinks it's his buddy Paul. Makes a joke. Who has been dead for hours? Basically, <laughs> makes a joke about dropping the soap. And now he's going to have to come back in to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then Jason slams his arm through the glass sliding door of the shower. smushes his head. Slams his head into the wall and then 
crushes a skull one-handed. Yeah, just gives him the big smush. And then and then lays his neck into the broken glass. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when Teddy... Teddy goes up to the screen like he's going to play with the boobies and stuff. And then... The film rips. Yeah. Well, the film runs out. It either runs starts, out or it gets cut. I think it yeah. gets cut. Well, anyways, it starts flipping. It just... And he turns back. He's like, hey, what's going on? And then Jason just stabs him in the back of the head through the screen with a knife. And, uh, yeah. And lets him fall. And it it slices the screen. Yeah, it's like... It leaves like a foot-long stripe and some blood. Sarah, at this point, is kill 11. Mm -hmm. She goes to go back into the shower with Doug. After blow drying your hair for all of two minutes. Yeah, that shit was still wet. Sees that he is dead, takes off running, gets to the front door, can't unlock it, and then a double-headed axe gets thrown through the front door into her chest. And I tell you what, that shit was fucking crazy, dude. Like, the door, like, basically explodes in one part, and the axe... Hits her with some fucking velocity. Oh, yeah. It makes her fucking fly back like three foot. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Because, okay, the last time I saw this movie, I was like 17 years old. I don't fucking remember everything. Motherfucker, that was my foot. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kick you. (laughs) Anyways. And so, like, it kind of, like, kind of jump scared me. Because it was like, skoosh. I don't know what. It is today. Maybe it's just because I'm so tired from the last, like, week. None of the jump scares that would have typically got me got me today at all. Because that should have made me jump. Dude, yeah. It it just, like, explodes through the fucking door. And just right in the solar plexus. And she immediately just drops dead. Yep. More exposition. Basically, now Jason's becoming the hunted at this point in the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, who is a hiker slash hunter who gets introduced, not really a main character up yeah. until this point. Yeah. Uh, he's basically hunting Jason because Rob's sister got killed by Jason. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think that they actually said her name. No. They He was just like, my sister got killed. Yeah. And so just... Pick a bitch from one of the previous movies, and that's his sister, I guess. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Just yeah. gives him a reason to be there. Yeah. Him, Rob, and Trish, who is Trish Jarvis, mm-hmm. and Tommy, are all together. Trish and Rob go to find, like, all the teens. Mm-hmm. They're, he decides to go downstairs to fix the lights, I guess. Yeah. And she goes upstairs, sees all the blood and shit in the bathroom from Paul's death. Not Paul. Uh, Doug. Doug's death. It runs down to Rob, who at this point is just about to get attacked. Yeah. And then immediately gets attacked by Jason. And all Rob does is scream, run, he's fucking killing, he's killing me. He's, he's killing me. me. Yeah. He's killing me. Yeah. And so he just gets like beat the fuck 
I'm like, yeah, he gets bludgeoned to death with something. You don't really get to see what it was he pulled out of the toolbox, but it's something, and he just beats the shit out of him. And um, so, after Rob, we have our last death of the movie, which is where Tommy Jarvis comes into play. Now, Tommy Jarvis was strictly told, because Jason chases Trish into the house, he was strictly told that when she leads him out of the house, that he is to run like hell. Don't stop running. What does he do? He takes the newspaper clipping that he found of an artist's rendition of Jason and shaves his head bald like Jason's head was yes. when he was a kid, all patchy and shit. Like, he uses makeup... Mind you, Tommy yeah. is like a mask creator, like a, yeah, he, he a special custom- effects. Yeah, he customizes masks that he gets. But um, yeah, and well, then, he sculpts masks yeah. too. But so he does like makeup, like makes him look pale, makes him look pale and sick. Yeah, and, and uh, shaves his fucking head. And yeah, so when he doesn't run, she's like, "What the fuck? I told you to run!" And he's like, "Um, he's like Jason, remember." And his sister had previously chopped Jason in the middle of the palm, right between the middle and ring finger. And it's and all so splayed like, open. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So. Which, for the sake of continuity, surprisingly, he didn't use that hand again for the rest of the movie. No. When he was trying to, like, pin her down, he had his hand up in the air. Yeah. Which I th- I was like, oh, good on you. You guys actually uh, give a shit. But, um, so. Uh, Tommy's going, Jason, remember. Yeah. Do you remember? Remember. For, like, what feels like forever. Basically, he's pulling he's pulling the turtleneck sweater trick on him. Yeah, he's, yeah. And uh, Jason starts, wa- like, slowly walking to him. At, and at that point, his sister, uh, Trish, gets up. And grabs the machete mm-hmm. and swings it and it cuts off the mask. Like bounces off the mask. The mask yeah. comes flying up. Um Which she immediately panics and screams because of his disgusting ass yeah. face. And he tries to get her. Yeah. And or no. She swings the machete again. Mm-hmm. And catches him, like at the temple. That was Tommy. Oh, that did, did Tommy that. do that? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyways, <clears throat> what happened was after she after she knocks the mask off of him, Tommy grabs the machete, grabs his attention, yeah, and cleaves him yeah, in the face. Cleaves half his head. Yeah, which and, he which falls. <laughs> he falls and basically cuts halfway through his head because of the weight. Of his head yeah. on the machete. Yeah, and then his head slides down the machete. Yeah. And that whole time, like, his jaw's still moving, and he's, like, looking around and shit, and you're like, oh, that's fucking nasty. And, of course, they're like, oh, we're safe now. He's dead. And Trish and Tommy hug, and Tommy, like, sees, uh, like, Jason's fingers twitching. Mm-hmm. And, like, his palm, like, his hand closing. And he fucking pushes his sister away and just starts fucking hacking. Yeah, he's like, die, you motherfucker, die. Yeah, so that's death 13. 
Which y'all know it's not the end. No. Uh, but yeah, and then the, the ending, and then the ending of the movie, which and, is just <laughs> like all the others, except they kind of lead off that maybe Tommy Jarvis is fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. Which it's funny because the doctor's like, "Nah, he's good," and then like, people do that in those types of situations. Yeah, and then and then the, he comes in, hugs his sister, and he's like, "Oh yeah," like all comforting in the face and stuff. And then he just like looks directly into the camera, and you're like, "Oh, yep, he's lost his fucking mind." Yeah. Yeah. So that wraps up the overview and kill count. We're going to go one more time for an ad break, and then we will finish this bad boy up. Fuck yeah. And we are back. So, now that we have wrapped up the overview and the kill count, Rowdy, what did you think of this Friday the 13th installment? Uh, it's just about as gory as some of the other ones. The deaths. There's a lot more on-screen deaths this one, I think, than mm-hmm. some of the past. Uh, one of the better ones out of the like the very original, what was supposed to be the very original, mm-hmm. and like the end of the uh, special effects, you can tell that we're starting to get later and later in the years because they get better with each one. Mm-hmm. And this one has the highest kill count I have so far. Yeah, I definitely I believe that. I mean, it has 13 kills. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, with the possibility of their mom. Possibly 14. Because she turns around and screams, but then you don't see her again. Yes. Same with the dog. Who, uh... Jumped out, out a, a window. fucking window, a closed window. Yeah, so yeah, like he I mean, literally noped the fuck out of there. Um, so yeah. Anyways, continue. Uh, I personally really enjoyed this one. I like the story. I like the death deaths. The deaths are dope, and I think you see more boobies in this one than any of the others. Previously. Boobies are always awesome. Yeah. Definitely going to have to keep a booby count from now on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, other than that, no, I really enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. I like this one better than my least favorite, Friday the 13th, which we haven't done yet. We will. I don't want to. <laughs> we will. It'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, I think it's good. Um. I believe this is the last one where he is not a zombie, mm-hmm. like rotting corpse. Like, what do you think of it? Um, I actually really enjoyed this one because for a lot of the same reasons you enjoyed it. Um, it's got a somewhat put together story. It's not just, Oh, Jason's back, you know? Um, it also it also has a large step up from the previous movie as in terms of special effects it also has um 
It also has a very strong, um, um, like this is the end kind of thing. To yeah, it be, definitely. And, and you know, it's more definitive. Um, and so you're kind of supposed to expect Jason to be dead, dead. And um, <clears throat> and I like that. And I, I like the uh, kind of cliffhangery ending. Where they're like, oh, Tommy Jarvis is going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. This definitely foreshadows yeah. quite a bit into the future. Um, and there's a lot of continuity from the previous into this one. Which surprisingly leads into others. So, Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I fairly enjoyed this movie. It it's got um, it's got a kind of charm to it that you know. This is Friday the Thirteenth kind of thing. Yes, and it's got a lot of boobies in it. Nothing wrong with the boobies. Can't say no to boobies, my man. So, on a scale of one to ten. Hockey masks. Uh, by itself, definitely like a seven or an eight. This one is mm-hmm. one of my favorites of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the reasons I've already explained, the deaths are good. Mm-hmm. You can tell we're getting like farther along in special effects. Hell, your big thing, you always point out. The lightning effects. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, did lightning really good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely uh, agree. There are bits where I'm like, that could have been done better. Mm-hmm. But overall, the story, I enjoy the story. I like the actors that are in it. I like how they played their characters. Mm-hmm. The effects are good. And for them planning on this being the last one, I think they ended it as good as they could. Though we all know it's not the end. And to top it off. And boobies. Sarah's ass got pressed against the glass of the shower. (laughs) So that's dope. Um, (laughs) Yes, I definitely agree. I would give this uh, 7.58. It is a very strong contender for the best Friday the 13th movie. And, um, yeah, I really, really like this one. I mean, granted, I like the 2009 release, Friday the 13th, the remake. I like it, but whatever. Uh, I don't remember if I've ever actually seen it. I know what I was supposed to, yeah. and that's a story that we're not talking about on this podcast, but... That's a good story. <laughs> it is a good story, and if you ever meet me out somewhere, maybe I'll tell it. That's a funny one. But I am not telling it here. Yeah. Long story short, I was in I was in the theater watching it, and Rowdy was passed out in a pickup truck. Yes. So... We'll just say that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. 
yeah, I give it a 7.58. I really like it. What we need to know now is did you guys like it? Are you fans of this movie? Did you fucking hate this movie? What is your opinion? And there's a few different ways you guys can let us know. First off, you can let us know by good old-fashioned email. It's beersandfears.com. Oh, god damn. Hold on. Give me a fucking Good old-fashioned email. Beers and Fears podcast at gmail.com. These beers are getting to me. Anyways, uh, if you don't like email and you want to go with something a little more modern, you can hit us up on Facebook at Beers and Fears podcast. It's our business page. Once you like that, maybe shoot us a message. You can go down to the bottom of the page and get a hold of our community page. You can answer the two simple questions that will gain you access and then join that. We have plenty of we have plenty of um, interactions for you guys, commentary, comments, critics, opinions. You can get all of that on the community page. Now, if you guys don't like Facebook, you can get a hold of us on Twitter. It's at Beers and Fears Podcast. Simple as that. If you do not like Twitter, hop over to the Instagram. It's We've been fucking around with it all yeah, day, so yeah, it's definitely I, active. I've been sitting here watching him <laughs> sit here and roast me with it. But um, No, I haven't roasted you. I'm assuming it's at Beers and Fears Podcast, like everything else. Okay, cool. Yes, sir. Yeah? You like it? Um. On our Instagram, you get a lot of behind-the-scenes footage. You get a lot of not beers and fear stuff. Anyways. uh, (laughs) That was nothing but sign language, by the way. Yeah, Roddy's, like, throwing Uh, up gang signs over there. I don't know what he's saying. No, I was pointing at the camera, but fuck me, right? Um, Anyways. On our Instagram, you get a lot of behind-the-scenes photos, videos, behind um, kind of not podcast-related stuff, too. Um, Most of it is podcast-related, but it is not about what we're doing. It's literally behind-the-scenes. It's yeah. what we do when we're not recording, except for what's on our story currently. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you guys feel like you want to help out the podcast, maybe you are just super into what we do, you can simply, damn boy, you can simply go uh, click in, click the link in the description of your episode and you can join listener support. Listener support makes us a lot like PBS. Uh, funding provided by, by viewers, viewers like, like you. you. Yes, listener support is God sent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can donate a little. You can donate a lot as long as you like us and you want us to keep doing what we're doing. If you want us to get better at what we're doing, whether it be quality content, more time to be able to spend on it. Hell, if you want us to start doing some live podcasts 
listener support is the quickest and possibly the easiest way for you guys to help us make that happen. Yeah, if you're broke like me and you can't monetarily support us, you can hop onto your favorite podcatcher right now, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, all that shit. And you can leave us a review. Leave us whatever the fuck you want to say about our podcast, whether you love it, you hate it, or somewhere in between, but make sure it is a five-star rating to send us straight to the top. This shit's like money to the big companies. Yeah, boy. Um, If you guys possibly want to be part of this podcast, you can go over to anchor.fm slash beers and fears podcast, and you can uh, give us a voice message. Give us your opinions, your critiques, and... We have an intruder. Here's my daughter. Hi, baby. Nanny. Yeah, so, uh, Anchor. Nanny. <laughs> Anchor has voice messages, and we're still trying to figure it out, but we might be able to play your guys' voice message on an episode. But. We are still doing our giveaway. Tucker's tearing the fucking studio down. We are still doing our giveaway. We need to get to 125 likes on the Facebook business page. So that we can announce what we are giving away. And then we are going to give it away and announce the winner when we reach 150 likes on the business page not on the community page but on the business page we're almost there but we still need some cover everything yeah uh make sure you guys go to horrormerchstore.com question mark ref113 to get um all your favorite horror shit and uh it'll give us a little bit of a kickback to help us out yes horror merch holy shit trust me when i tell you this that site is fucking phenomenal hell yeah it is and on that note i've been tucker i've been rowdy and this is the beers and fears podcast peace